we are clearly Greek experts. Historians through and through on this show. Zeus. Mm Mm-hmm. That's one of them. That's one of the Greeks. Oh. (laughs) I I thought this was a quote you were about to bust out. No, I'm listing off all of my Greek knowledge. Oh, you know more than that. Yeah. Hades, Hercules. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> mostly from the Disney movie Hercules. Joining <laughs> <laughs> on the morning report, I saw Evie and sipping on the coffee like his life support. Everybody's lost in their days and they're lost in their life And they're calling it all the daily sacrifice So come and sort me out Tell them that this one's gotta go Hey folks and welcome to Nickel Park. It is a couch-guided safari through the wilderness of life. I am your tour guide, Ben. I am your tour guide, Joshua. And I am your tour guide, Luke. Welcome to the prestigious club of having made a baby, Josh. Thank you. Thank Wait, you. Wait, um, you actually have been in that club for a while. I've been in that club for about a week, but thank you. Well, it plus I, nine months. Oh, uh, right, 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 right. Technically. Technically. Welcome. Try Hold up. Scrap that. Okay, Cut start it out. Start again. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the club of having a, ba- a child. In outside outside of the womb yes yes thank you i'm expecting my jacket any day now they send they send jackets mm-hmm. like the like the master's jacket oh shoot might be worth it then instead yep. of like shoulder pads it's like reinforced right here so it's like got a built-in burp rag yep and one of the pockets well the zippered pockets natch but one of the pockets is completely waterproof for poopy diapers and pee pee diapers I don't want one anymore. Got gross yeah. real fast. You don't have to use it for poo-poo and pee-pee diapers, but... Nah. It's always a backup option. Nope. I've been sold out. The other pocket is extra long so that you can pull it out and use it to wipe boogies. So this is the most repulsive jacket there's ever been, if used properly, is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, if, if used as intended, but you don't have... You could come up with other... Like, you could pour a loose brewski inside uh, the waterproof pocket and take it to a, f- a football match or something. There is that. Mm-hmm. The breast pocket is meant to hold liquid. It's actually a whole liter inside the jacket. Okay. That just hangs down. The issue down. is, if uh, any other parents are there and they know what this jacket is and they see me straw to pocket, mm-hmm. there's going to mm-hmm. be concern. Oh, no, no straw. It's a breast pocket. It has a nipple. Yes. It's got a little flap. Pop that sucker open. Boop, boop. But can you self serve? Sure. Yeah. You ever you wanted to bend, bend down? Yeah. Again, it's not going to be a pleasant thing to look at for other people, but That's and you got to squeeze yeah. it like a bagpipe. You kind of got to hug yourself while you're doing it. No, this has been a terrible pitch. Uh, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> well, I'm excited about my jacket. Can't wait to use it. I want to just name other features that I would put on a jacket specifically for parenting. For parenthood? 
I would make the entire sleeve chewable, just so you could just hold it over their mouth. That is good. Yeah. Well, maybe Mm. do like dinosaur, like dinosaur Mm. spines down both sleeves, but they're made out. They're basically chew toys. Chewable cufflinks and chewable that are dino shaped. Yeah. The danglies, the strings, the uh, the the tightening strings, the hood hood string. What do you call those things? Are you, on a we're on picturing a sport different jacket? jackets. Yeah, this is. I'm picturing a classy '80s windbreaker with a hood. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Josh said like a master's jacket. What is the at master's the beginning? jacket? <laughs> yeah, the master's jacket with a drawstring hoodie on it. Yeah. I've clearly <laughs> seen a lot of golf. I want a silk hoodie. I want a windbreaker. Oh man, with a hoodie. okay, but let's talk about this for a second. Uh, the hospital. This is wild. We had her, and then mm-hmm. we stayed in the hospital for like twenty four hours, mm-hmm. and then they were just like, "All right, here you go. Go home with this human." I didn't have to take a test. They didn't even verify that I could spell anything other than my name correctly, and mm-hmm. they gave me a human. Well, technically, she was yours the whole time. True. I guess so, but they let me just leave. They with just her. did the unboxing. You brought right. You brought it in. <laughs> right. And I then all they so. did was help with the packaging. Right. So I guess okay. So really, it would be wrong if they didn't let me leave. <clears throat> right. Didn't let me leave. Right. Yeah. Plus hmm. that. Yeah. Go ahead. Well. Hmm. I'm kind of gonna change the chop, change change oh. topic here. You change that topic right up. Yeah, chop, so I'm gonna, chop us up. Yeah, well, it was somewhat related. I don't something Josh said reminded me, but I heard the story that there was this guy who went to get a uh, vasectomy, and he had never mm-hmm. had kids before, and so at first they like were discouraging him, but he was pretty set on it, and then he had to do a psych evaluation. Mm-hmm. And he had to pass it to be able to get the vasectomy. Whoa. Which brings up the idea that had he failed, <laughs> they were like, nope, you're crazy. You have to have a kid. <laughs> you have to have a kid. Interesting. Yeah. You don't have to. Not everybody has to do that, right? Does well, everyone clearly have to he do was that? having a vasectomy to... Wait, half to what? What were you saying? Go through the... The, the the psych eval evaluation. I I think it was just because he'd never had a kid before. They want to make sure there was no deep dark urges for him to have kids. Yeah, I don't I don't I didn't understand it, but it it's like up... okay, clearly you're not thinking straight, so you can't have this surgery. Exactly. They were like, but that does mean you can have kids. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Hmm. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Uh, I got a game, if y'all want to play a game. Let's play a game. Okay, yeah. cool. This one, I don't remember if we came up with a catchy title for it or not, but um, fake news. No? Bad news? I don't know. I'm going to call it bad news, boys. Two news and a lie. Two new, two Yeah, two news and a lie. Basically, there are three news titles. Panusio. News. Hmm? Hmm? What? Continue. I've got three news titles. Two of them are real that I found on NPR's uh, Crazy News or something like that. Mm. Weird, wacky news section. And the other one is completely made up that I've made up. I want you all to figure out 
what the lie is. Little Tishchev, no wacky news is my homepage. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, hopefully you didn't see these today. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Number one. Utah man attempts to prove earwax is essential to a balanced diet. True. Hot start. Number one. Number two. Marble slab in storage turns out to be ancient Greek yearbook. Number three. A diner discovered one million year old dinosaur footprint in a restaurant. Okay. Hmm. I was feeling questionable about two till you said three. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. Where did you say the earwax man is from? Uh, you. So I'll, I'll read through them real quick. Utah man attempts to prove earwax is essential to a balanced diet. Marble slab in storage turned out to be ancient Greek yearbook. A diner discovered 100 million year old dinosaur footprint in a restaurant. Ooh. Okay. So I'm led to believe the first one is true just by the outrageousness of the second two. <laughs> it seems the most mild, and I just feel like it is accurate. Do you agree, Ben? No, I think one is the lie. You think one's the lie? I think one is the lie. Mm, no, no, no. no. <laughs> well, let's well let's talk through the second two. Okay, I'm mostly I'm tr- see I'm Greek trying to play the psychological game. Oh, on me, right? On Josh. What has Josh been doing lately? Mm. Uh, where did this inspiration come right, from? Right, where did the one? inspiration for the lie come from? I will tell you, one of them was the one I was going to write included a tsunami. And I was like, oh, wait, I can't do that. We've been talking yeah. about tsunamis. That would have been yeah. probably a dead giveaway. Mm. But now that you get me on that track, I think I have an idea. And I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> All right, I have my guess, I think. The third one. Is so. Where was it found? Did you? I guess. It, yeah, d- you didn't. Diner found it in a restaurant. In the restaurant, though, like on the floor, under the floor, <laughs> in the walls, in their soup. Yeah, <laughs> in the potatoes. Oh man, <laughs> these potatoes are definitely not fresh. I mean, dinosaur chickens came from dinosaurs, and people eat chicken feet. So it's true. That's a good Can't point. Use that audio anymore. Oh yeah, you can. It's just the sounds of life, <laughs> new life. So, have you all uh, leaning in towards anything in particular? Yeah, I got mine. Yep, ready for guess. Guess go, your... go, 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 do it. All right, two is the lie. the The marble slab. The marble slab. I say one is the lie. Uh, ben is correct. One is the last. <laughs> no. I just couldn't think of a, a, a scenario where Josh would be thinking about dino prints. Well, or well, slabs, but. I <laughs> Greek yearbook. I want to know what a Greek yearbook is. I, I do too. Yeah, I really it, do. That was definitely my second one. I don't know. Something um, about the third one just seemed like. The, the, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it probably I, wasn't like in Louisville, but no, I didn't. I didn't read further into into any of them because that's you know too much work. But sure. I thought they were pretty interesting. I don't know what a I don't know what a Greek yearbook is. Do you think they took portraits in this Greek yearbook that they just like chiseled out? Yes, I like to think so. Yeah, okay. With and they definitely all had quotes underneath. Mm. 
Yeah, their mm-hmm. senior quotes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some dude named Aristotle was like, huh. I, yeah, I know, don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. I know I know Aristotle's <laughs> quotes. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. worry about it. Just pull one out for us. Yeah, here it goes t- to live or not to live. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that's his, what it, his, that's what it said. Oops, I drank poison. Didn't he do that one? Was that his quote? Or he was he, predicting his own death. Did he do that? Give me that poison. I think he po- was he the guy who poisoned himself. We are clearly Greek experts, historians through and through on this show. Zeus. Hmm. That's one of them. That's one of the Greeks. Oh, <laughs> I thought I thought this was a quote you were about to bust no, out. No, I'm listing off all of my Greek knowledge. Oh, you know more than that. Yeah, Hades, Hercules. Mm-hmm. It's mostly from the Disney movie Hercules. Eighty-five <laughs> percent. You never you call, you read the Odyssey. Who did? Luke read the Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Was that was that Greek? Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, Odysseus, Odysseus fought in the Grecian War against the Trojans. Trojans. So. You know, anything from our, uh, you know, high school play, that's probably okay. historically accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, there were pigs. I just remember yeah. there being pigs. What did the pigs have to do with anything? Uh, the island witch, whose name escapes me, uh, Odysseus landed on her island with his crew. She turned all of his crew to pigs because she was in love with him. Yep. And forced him to be there for like seven years or whatever until yeah. he finally convinced her to let him go. Yep. I, w- I want to call her Calypso, but I know that's not right. She fed him bacon every day. <laughs> and it was his own crewman. Cersei. 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 Oh, well, yeah, that does actually ring a bell. There you go. Nice. Pig woman. Was she that's in what the play? It translates to. I think she was. Yeah. Did somebody. Who's the redheaded kid? Not Ben. <laughs> yeah, I was Blake. long gone by then. <laughs> Do you, uh, no, not Blake. There's another guy. He, he, and he, he had played an older Cersei, brother. And it was he weird. He had an older brother with blonde hair. Oh, yes. I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, I, have a, I have a memory of him in a dress. I don't know yes. if that's it or not. Yes, it was him. Uh, Clay. Clay, yep. Clay Hammond. Clay Hammond, yep. I think Clay Hammond played Cersei. That is so funny, and I'm pretty sure you're right. <laughs> oh, man. This is not funny for anyone, but... No. Sorry. Unless... Right. <laughs> except for Frank Clay. <laughs> <laughs> Just happens to be listening to it. If you're listening, man. We all... Everybody remembers you in a dress. Mm-hmm. What's new with you all? Found out that strikes are a real thing. Is that happening at work? Yep. Your work? Where well, you not work? at my work, but like on a job that I'm managing... Oh, dang. Came in this morning and was like, I don't know what's here because they're all on strike, which is so, wild. I thought that only happened so, in the newsies. Apparently, it's fairly frequent. So, what'd you do? Uh, just kind of did some stuff that I could do and then left. That's not true. Totally true. Not everybody's on strike. I just didn't know. It was like a, it was like a very, like, I guess unions just do that so often. Your people. So now we're now we're bringing in scabs to undercut them. Do what, Luke? I don't know. I'm lost. I don't understand how 
the world works, really. <laughs> you guys know what scabs are? No, no. I just don't right. really know what you're saying either. <laughs> Scab like like after you cut yourself? Yeah, you know what a strike is, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Did you guys have you guys seen the great movie The Newsies starring Christian Bale? No. Nope. I think Batman. we've talked about this before and that you, you tried to get me to watch it many times and at your house and I never wanted to cuz it sounded great. boring. It's a great movie. It's a musical. Okay, I, I understand that, yeah. what a strike is. It's when the guys don't go to work because mm-hmm. they want more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what's a scab? Or a scab is when you someone knock you... over the pins all of them in one go. Mm. Yes. Sorry. Both. But a scab is when you bring in someone else to do the work for less or for the same amount that they were getting paid before uh-huh. and they're not part of the union. So basically it takes away the union's like power. power. So an employee. So you got to beat them up basically. You got to soak them for crutchy. And only one person's <laughs> going to get that reference. But it's one of my favorite lines from that whole movie. Is it you? Are you the person who's going to get that reference? <laughs> no, but they're related. <laughs> None of them are on this call. Well, one of them is, I guess. Soak them. It's like a cool way to say beat somebody up. Like ice them? Soak no, that's them. kill them. Yeah, you don't want to like, clip them, Josh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you just want to soak them for crutchy. <laughs> you know. Who's crutchy? He's the uh, he's the kid whose legs don't work so good. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> and he's a mob boss. No, he's just a news. He's just a newsboy. He's just a newsy. Josh. His name is. I think crutchy. this is a fe- this is just a fever dream that Ben had starring Christian Bale. <laughs> this is my <laughs> private fantasy is to be in around the turn of the century and be a newspaper boy in New York City. <laughs> With Christian Bale. Yeah. His name was Cowboy in that movie. No. He just he wanted wasn't. to go to Santa Fe. Crutchy and Cowboy. Crutchy and Cowboy, then Newsboys? Crutchy. Newspaper Boys? Cowboy. Uh, there was lots more that I don't remember. Soakums. Soakum for Crutchy. That means beat up, beat him up for Crutchy. All right, man. <laughs> I guess. So ads. You were, you were saying, Luke, about that great ad that we have? Yeah, so um, we like to go big uh, before we go home. So our go big this week is one you have probably heard of somehow, or I mean, in some form. Boy, there's some, it's something about trying to start the ads that really yeah, just tough, huh? trips up the brain. No, it's Magic Spoon. Um, if you're a podcast listener, uh, you've almost definitely heard of Magic Spoon before they uh, really get the word out. But um, as a lot of companies like to do, they're branching out a bit and they've come to us to get the word out. Mm-hmm. Um, they have partnered up with Ryan Reynolds because mm-hmm. um, he's just doing everything these days. Uh, and they are coming out with a new product in their line, which is totally different than anything else that they currently serve. And it's a body pillow Mm, for spooning, for spooning like a magic spoon. Yeah. Magically. 
Yes. And uh, you may be thinking, well, this exists, right? Mm -hmm. Body pillows go to Walmart. Uh Uh-uh. These are the Magic Spoon pillows. And Mm -hmm. they are contoured. Contoured? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, I guess. Formed? They're made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're made uh, in either the shape of celebrities. Um, so one of the first, uh, trial runs they did was obviously with Ryan Reynolds, um, someone who many people would love to get a chance to spoon with. Mm. Uh, and they did two, two models. They did the big spoon, little spoon, obviously, depending on what you prefer and where you want Ryan to, to be in the scenario. Um, and so you can, you can have your very own celebrity body pillow. Yeah. That's perfect. That's awesome. You guys got yours, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, what uh, what model did you end up going with? I uh, I decided I like being the big spoon, so I decided to go with Danny DeVito because I just couldn't uh, think of anyone better, more perfect to be the yeah to be the little spoon in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it is great. It's almost I can imagine it would almost be like curling up with a teddy bear. Yeah. Yeah. But more, think, rounder in the middle, skinnier mm-hmm. in the legs. Right. And way curlier on top. Yes. It's interesting. They You should, you sent me the picture. It's interesting that they left some of the stuffing exposed at the top to mimic his... Right, yeah. His fro. That's cool. I like that. Um, it's I great. went with um I went for, uh, I went for Bang for My Buck, and I got Andre the Giant. Ooh. Mm. So I kind of have, like... A mattress on top of a mattress. It's That's excellent. Quite excellent. Yeah. So we just kind of we just kind of camp out. I like curling up into his giant chest. Mm-hmm. Did you get the like, Did you get the voice box? Oh, of course. Yeah, I like that. It was it was pretty much exclusively quotes from Princess Bride, though. Right. Except there was one I really wanted one sound uh, of him getting hit by a chair in the ring. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll be laying my head down and it's like, anybody want a peanut? And then I'll lay my head down, and then it's just like, ah, Yeah. <laughs> that wakes me up sometimes. Yeah. I asked them to do one from... I didn't want it from uh, that one time when he played the penguin, because that scares me a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's going um, creepy. So I just said maybe something sweet and sentimental. Uh, and he's got lots of stuff from... Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. But they mm-hmm. went with his line where he says, so anyway, I start blasting. Have you guys heard that one? Oh, well, yeah, it's a classic. It's just very confusing when I lay down and spoon him. Mm. He, uh, he says, so anyways, I start blasting. And it's like, uh, I, I lose the connection a little bit. I think I should have mm-hmm. been more specific. Sometimes it says the one line where he says, I want to be clean. And that one's <laughs> equally bad. <laughs> I, I've been. Have you found? I I can't figure out when in when it does and doesn't you uh, activate the voice box. Like I can't figure out what activates it. At first, I thought it was a heat thing, mm-hmm. uh, but now I have no idea because sometimes I'll just hear it from the room, just him going off in there. Hmm. Uh, so I don't know. Hmm. Luke, would how you, about you? Would you go with Luke? Yeah, uh, I got. I actually got two. Um, oh. Because I wanted to experience um, sandwich, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. wanted to I wanted to be one of the spoons that's in the in the middle of the drawer. 
Right? Oh, yeah. You wanted to be the cream in the Oreo. Yeah. Sunny and Cher. Um, so for the big spoon, I got um, Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super really plush. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. And just kind of a way to remember him, I guess. Uh, and then for the other one, I got Peter Dinklage, which <laughs> that's um, a good sandwich. seemed like mm-hmm. a good idea. And it, it, it turned out all right, but I've really just been using it as more of like a, a standard pillow. Right. Yeah. That I just put my head on because it's about about that size. About that size. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what did, did you get? The what do they say? What did their voice boxes say? Um. Well, Chris Farley, he always says the whole bunch of funny stuff, like big man, little coat, fat guy. Yeah, fat guy in a little coat. Fat guy for in sure. a little coat, and then some of them, he says some other fa- famous lines <laughs> that he has. And then Peter Dinklage is he's always like, uh, boy, there sure are a lot of sure are a lot of dragons here. <laughs> I was hoping you could get some lines from maybe from Elf. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh call me Elf one more time, I guess. That's kinda <laughs> Kids kids are too vulnerable. <laughs> That's Every, a weird everyone's one. pushing small town rural. <laughs> Just be white noise. Man. That's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. So thanks, uh, Magic Spoon. We um, we're we're glad to help you start this new new project. Um, if you go to their website, Magic Spoon uh, forward slash sleeping with celebs, um, you can put in the promo code Nickel Park, and I don't know what'll happen. Find out. Go find out. Well, after we go big, we always go home, and this week we're going home to uh, just a hop, skip, and a jump over from where I live to the city of Raleigh, which I just recently learned is the capital of North Carolina. Don't know if y'all knew that. How recently? A week ago, two weeks ago. Mm, that's good. <laughs> like the like you it was mid you were mid labor. Eden was mid labor and you're like, wait right. a minute. It was two weeks ago. Oh my god. Almost gosh, exactly no. two weeks ago. Uh I thought it was Charlotte. I thought it was Charlotte this whole time. Mm. Anywho, uh over in Raleigh there is an organization called Count Junkula, and they are uh, just the best, most reliable neighborhood service for cleaning up your junk. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's their tagline. You you go onto their website, and it's, we want to take your junk. And they do a great job of it. And we're here to talk about how good of a job they do. Um, I love their branding. First of all, if I can oh, just yeah. continue talking on that, it's everything is purple. It's purple everything. Like their logo is now I'm not gonna say it's copyright infringement, but it does resemble a famous uh, vampire that we all know and love who loves counting. Hmm. But it's also purple everywhere and it's great. It's just a good color. Kind of like the bats, now that I'm thinking about it. Like the Louisville bats. Mm-hmm. Plus it's so so catchy like who doesn't want little vampires coming and cleaning up all your all your trash mm-hmm. yeah i like how uh well one of the best things is so nobody wants you know to see that stuff happen during the day 
bright outside and the neighbors can see all your junk. So actually you, you they exclusively work at nights. You just leave mm-hmm. your junk outside mm-hmm. at night. Do it at sundown. Uh don't 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 go out at night and try to take no. the junk out. Um that's just a safety precaution cuz of the heavy equipment and they don't want to accidentally anybody to get mm-hmm. hurt or sucked or anything. So just go ahead and take it out at dusk and uh, then leave it and they will come pick it up overnight. Come pick it up and overnight, yep. Do not turn on your porch lights. Nope. Pretend like no one is home because uh, sometimes they like to ask for tips and that can be annoying. Mm-hmm. Wait, did, uh, can you let them inside? And have them just kind of do maybe a weekly de-junking of the innards of your house? Um, you can. I yeah. think I'd be interested in that. Almost like a maid service. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. Uh, do, you, do you have somewhere you could stay the night while they do that, though? No, I was hoping to just kind of sleep through it. Yep, you mm. can. You definitely can sleep through it. Um, see, the hard part is they're very formal. They're very so professional, formal. and they will mm-hmm. not enter your home unless you invite them in. Right. Um, well, so yeah, it's I hard. You can't be away from your home. You do. Yeah, you do have to be there to invite them in. Um, I after I would uh, I would. Hmm. How do I? Do you? I would go ahead and schedule a physical mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. soon after they visit. Sometimes stuff comes out with your junk, and you just. Stuff in the asbestos air. Asbestos ha- sometimes. Has- hazardous mm-hmm. asbestos, dust, pollen gets all in there. Um, mm-hmm. It's Use it more like a reminder to go visit your doctor and maybe get like a checkup and a, just a physical and a blood transfusion and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just normal. Okay. Every, yeah, just kind of checkup stuff. They also do, and I'm, I'm, they don't go into detail, so I'm, I'm curious if you guys have any experience. It says one of the services they do is minor demolition. What, um, do you guys know what constitutes a minor demolition? Below eighteen. Yeah, I think. So, like, if the structure is anyone younger than, than eighteen, they will demolish. That's not how I sort of interpreted it, but that's fun. Oh, okay. Huh, okay. What's a, what's a major demolition? Well, that's when you want your house to not be there anymore. Oh. So anything anything that still renders your house still standing right. is a minor demolition. Yeah, they're very strong. The very people strong. they send are quite strong. Very strong. And they will never remove the roof off of your house. No. Because that could allow light in and for what they don't. Again, right? Uh, yeah. Um, they're also very fast. Like, if you don't have a like a garbage that needs to be picked up, you just need some minor demolition. They can be there in minutes. It's it's mm-hmm. it's uncanny how fast they can get there. Well, that's Count Junkula. Hopefully, we've uh, said a couple of things that will make you interested to use their services. Uh, I know I will be here in the future. And um, if you go to their website, it's going to be www countjunkula.com and you enter the promo code nickel park um, you will get one coffin for your purchase with your purchase for your sleep for sleep they swear it's better for sleeping
Hey everyone, welcome to the problem uh, solving portion of the podcast, part of the podcast where we solve problems uh, uh, unconventionally. That's what it's called, unconventional solutions. This week, we got a problem, what to do if you live in a neighborhood or just kind of a, you know, a neighborhood, and cars come flying through there all the time, it's crazy, you've got kids, what, your kids are on bikes out there, slow down, you maniac, so how are you going to get them to slow down, that's the problem, go. Make it a one-lane road. Sorry, that was two cars coming from different directions, but it's a one-lane oh. road. But what if, what if the kid's in the middle? Well, yeah. the kids get the side roads. I mean, right now it's two lanes, so you make one oh, lane in the middle. You take uh, the sides are for put the a wall children. in the middle. Okay. Put yep. Okay, I like that. Big no, I mean the kids get like side. like there's an extended, not not a wall in the middle, like two walls. So that the very middle of the street is one lane, and it's got really wide shoulders, and the shoulders are for the kids. Like restripe it. I see okay. I think it, yeah, what I you're think saying. What you're saying. Okay. I don't love it. Okay. Well. I think, yeah, I think there's there's better better options out there. Um, I think that's it. I think that is the only option. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's workshop it a little bit here. Ramps. Big ramps. Just yeah. skip them right over the neighborhood. I was thinking ramps, too. That'd do it. That would do it. That would be really good. Some of those bumps, some of those speed bumps, because those don't work. But some of those no. speed bumps they install, those are almost ramps. Ramp-like. And mm-hmm. I think the kids would have fun with them, too, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then that just that just furthers the problem. Now the kids are on the ramps. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We'll make the, the ramps and... the width of the road. The kid could still get on it. Right. Well, okay. How wide is this road? I'm picturing that there is room for the kids on the road somewhere. I'm imagining, like, is this a road just, that's... Is, this is not a striped road. No. This is just... Two, two cars wide, non-striped. Right. Oh, man. This is a dangerous road. Precisely. Get those kids out of there. <laughs> exactly. And they're <laughs> flying. The kids are flying? No. But oh, my god. If gosh. they go off the ramp, they are. <laughs> uh, um. Just do... Um, like an overpass. Just build, install a little overpass. Yeah. Kids go, kids go under. Cars go over. Um... Put a loop-de-loop right in the middle. Oh, that's like, going to make people want to go even faster, though, because yeah, they don't want to mm, do yeah. it. You got to clear it. Well, one guy's going to try, and he's going to get scooshed, and then no one else will try a bit. Yeah, so make it an impossible loop-de-loop. Yeah. Okay. I don't know about the ethics of this suggestion, but um, just throw a fake kid out there and traumatize mm. him real bad for a minute. Mm. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Uh, have you guys seen Arrested Development? Yep. Fake arm. Fake arm. Give a kid a fake arm. Have them tuck the other one behind their back. Have them like, go riding their bike. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. The car was too fast. Ripped my whole arm off. And there's blood <laughs> everywhere. And then the arm yeah. is like still on their windshield. That's a really good idea. Perfect. Um, foam pit. Instead of speed bumps, foam pits. Kids foam love pit. foam pits. Cars hate foam pits. But again, we're building something where the kids and the cars will come into contact well, with each but other. But the cars will be stuck. Okay. That's okay. So. so no one gets home anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, but then they'd stop driving there. <laughs> yes. So, so like you said, no one gets home. <laughs> 
Could you just install? Um, you guys have played Mario Kart. You know how some Mario Kart courses have like spots on the track that slow you down if you hit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the mud or something. Yeah, like a yeah. Just install whatever those are. Install a Mario Kart mud track. Flypaper Road. A fly. Oh, there you go. Flypaper mm. Road. That's pretty good. Could you? Uh, could you? Put make it so that the road is just like two rails, so you have to go very slowly and pay good attention to stay on the rails. And the rails are like exactly car width wide. Tire and then wide. The rest, the rest of the road is lower, so that the kids can still ride around on it, but the cars can't. It's like train tracks. But the cars are going so slow that even if they did happen to nick a kid, like he'd be fine. He'll <laughs> 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 be all right. Could you turn your section of road into a conveyor belt that goes in the opposite direction of the car? Mm. But it it goes at a speed that is based off the speed of the car so that the car can only travel like, you know, 10 miles an hour. Mm, That's pretty good. Like if it's going 30 miles an hour, then the conveyor belt's going 20 in the opposite direction. I like that. Mm. I'm imagining a scenario, though, where someone comes speeding into the neighborhood at, let's mm-hmm. say, 60, mm-hmm. and the thing then tries to slow them down to 20 mm-hmm. and ramps up to 40 real fast, <laughs> and all the kiddos on the <laughs> road the <laughs> just get fired down the street <laughs> towards the car. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Effectively hitting the car at the sixty, the original 60 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good point. It's <laughs> good. Um this is tough. It seems like kids might be the problem. Yeah, I Ooh. think it might be. Ooh, could you put up so you know how like in a car wash there's the you go through the hangy downy like mm-hmm. um brush things. Mm-hmm. Could you do that just all along the length of your road so that they drivers will be terrified of like other cars, parked cars, kids? They'd go through so slow because as soon as they get through one like curtain, then there's another yeah. curtain right in front there's of them, curtain. and they never know mm. what's around the next curtain. So you got to like inch through. The people are going to be going like, two miles an hour. Like layers of you know how people hang like beads. Yes. Over their door entries. Bead like, doors. Yeah, like hundreds of arches of beads door bead doors. Yes. That'd be pretty and, cool too. And the beads all when they're hanging flat, that's like the faces of innocent children. Ooh. <laughs> that's the picture they make. <laughs> I feel like we probably got it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Just, Just lock your kids up. Stop signs every twenty feet. Lock your kids up and don't let them have bikes or toys or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anti-tank spikes. Kids We're are going to just... be able to go around those pretty easy. Cars, not so much. Mm. Make it a maze. Mm. Oh, yeah. Make them have to zigzag through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just waiting for Ben to run himself uh, dry. That's... Consider me spent. <laughs> Well, cool. Uh, well, folks, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Nickel Park. Uh, if you want, you can reach out to us at nickelparktours at gmail.com or on Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast. Thanks to Sons of Circus for the use of our theme song and Jake Byron for the use of our ad song. Thanks to AMF for having us on the network. And thanks to you, the listener. Please tell somebody you know about the show. And that's until next more. time, I'm Ben. 
I'm Joshua. I'm Luke. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Yeah.